The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Top 5, a show where we count things down from number 5 all the way to number 1. And I got to tell you, today was the hottest day that we've had so far. 107 degrees, which is why this week's Top 5, Top 5 Ways to Beat the Heat. This is just Matthew and I here this week, because I don't think it gets hot up in the Washington State area. No, it certainly doesn't get hot in California or anything like that. It only gets hot here. I only had 100, but 100 is enough. Yeah, it was. So here's the thing. I go out every morning and I go walk. And when it gets hot, even at eight o'clock in the morning, if you go out by the time you're done with your with your walk or your run or your exercise or whatever, it could already be in the upper 80s or 90s. And so my first suggestion in a way to beat the heat is to just get up early. I have now adjusted my clock schedule. To where I get up at five o'clock in the morning to go and, and work, uh, do my workout or whatever I'm doing, my walking. Wait, they have one of those in the morning. They do. They have it twice a day. And the weird thing is, um, there have been a couple of days in the last week and a half where I got up at like five, five 30 when I went out the door and it's 75 and like 96% humidity. (laughs) And it's just been unbearable even at five o'clock in the morning. But most of the time it's right in that low, you know, mid sixties to low seventies. Uh, temperature range. And for me, that's perfect. Um, some people are like, no, give me 90, hundred degrees. And it's just like, no, you're asking for heat stroke. But, uh, one way that you can beat the heat is just to get up early before it gets hot. Well, I always get up at five 30 in the morning because, well, I have to be to work at seven, but I don't necessarily like the whole quote unquote exercise thing because it's not really my bag. However, My number five is sort of, kind of a form of exercise because when I was younger, we lived about 20 minutes from one of the largest man-made lakes in central Kansas, Lake Wakanda. And we would go and we would just get in the water and swim. My number five, get in the water and swim. I I actually, I actually did that today. It was hot enough that the youngest was like, dad, can we go to the swimming pool? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's go down to the swimming pool. And he finally, you know, he's been taking the swimming lesson. So, you know, we, we hung out in kind of the, the shallow deep end for a couple of hours and it was, is very, very pleasant, but I, I got something similar to that, but please continue. Oh, absolutely. I'm not necessarily, you know, when I was younger, at least I wasn't necessarily a pool guy because our local pool was very crowded, mm-hmm. but we had a, we had a Creek, we had a river. Uh, there was a big ditch in front of my house, but my favorite was when we would go. Did, to you, the lake because, did you really swim in the ditch in front of your house? We didn't swim, but we oh, played. Okay. I mean, All right. if it got really rainy, uh, it ran a little fast to swim. You can't really swim, but you could mess with it. You know, you could float boats in it, Yeah, but we would go and I would just literally, you can sit in the water and sometimes you have to because there'd be, you know, biting flies uh-huh. and stuff. But some of my favorite memories of being a child are just sitting in 
the lake. And, and one year it flooded really bad, so you were mm-hmm. literally sitting on the road yep. in a parking lot, but underwater. Now, uh, the one downside about Kansas lakes is that they're full of they're full of catfish and they're full of gar. So, you know, you might get a catfish swimming by your legs. Or, or some other thing, like a snake or yeah, an or eel turtle. or a, some creepazoid with, uh, you know, the swim goggles on. And I don't know if you've ever been to Lake Wakanda, even with swim goggles on, it's all green. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's one of the things about being in natural water. I mean, I have just as much problem with being in chlorine. But yeah, if you just sit and you go swimming. That's what it is. That's actually where my kid is now. They went swimming today and I haven't heard and I don't know when they're supposed to be home and I'm really mad about it, but you can't really be too mad because, you know, almost 18 and even so my number five, go swimming. Yeah. No, at your child. I have something very similar to that. Um, you know, a lot of times, like you said, you don't want to go to the pool because right. it's full of people you don't want to be around. Um, exactly. and, and full of, uh, obnoxious people that you really don't want to be around. Especially Western Kansas. Oh my God. Yes. Let me, I can tell you stories about today, but, (laughs) but, uh, it is also very expensive to build your own swimming pool, you know, like to dig up the ground. And there's several places around our house over the last couple of years that have been installing their own in ground swimming pools. And those look pretty cool, but those can be very, very expensive. And by the time that they're done with the swimming pool, it's already the fall and you have to wait a whole other year before you use it. And the above ground pools just look ugly and they kill your grass and they fall apart very, very easily. Uh, Some former student of mine who lives like a block or so over, and this is, this is kind of a popular thing, but he embraces the redneck culture uh, to the extreme. And so he just goes down to the, uh, to the farm the farmhouse, you know, the, uh, the, uh, town and country or the farm exchange or whatever it may be. And he just gets one of these big water tubs, these metal tubs that you use to feed your, yeah. feed your, uh, horses or your, your yeah. cows. And he just fills that thing up with water. And when you sit in it, it's, you know, it's a good three, three and a half feet deep, maybe two and a half feet deep, but it's big enough that if you sit in it, you, uh, you can stay cool and you can have four or five other of your friends in it. And if you the modify a hot tub, it is, it is kind of like a hot tub because there are ways that you can modify these. Uh, certainly you can put on the pool filter stuff that circulates, you know, the water and the chlorine and all that stuff to keep it clean for the water side. But there are also kits that you can buy with these, um, with these big giant. And these are like stainless steel. Just imagine yeah. the big, like a little kiddie pool, but adult sized made out of stainless steel used for farm use. Uh, and you can turn these into hot tubs too. So my number four is a redneck hot tub. Uh, you know, you can sit in it during the summertime and not turn on the heat and you can stay cool. And then in the wintertime, you can pop in and uh, turn up the heat and uh, go that way. But yeah, redneck Hang it hot over tub. Your barbecue grill and you've got a hot tub. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just an, it's a def- different alternative than, than going and getting a, spending a ton of money for the below ground pool or the, uh, the plastic falling yeah. apart the minute you touch the edge of it uh, above ground pool. So that's my number four. We actually had an inflatable, pretty decent above ground pool that costs like four digits, but yeah, you know, it's, it's not, really they do thing. sell, they do sell, uh, these inflatable hot tubs, mm-hmm. uh, that come so, out of, they're like $400, I want to say, and they work fine. But the only downside is there's a lot of upkeep with any yeah. kind of a hot tub or swimming and you pool. You still have that killing the grass problem. Yeah. 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 Well, the so, nice thing about the redneck hot tub is you could put it on your porch, you know, you could put it on your, um, your concrete porch or you know, lay out a little pad 
of what bricks or something. Cement pond. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's an in ground pool. That's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. What do you have for my, number four? My number four is much simpler. Still a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily want to say redneck, but yeah, pretty much redneck. When I was younger, uh, I was raised by my grandmother, and my grandmother was one of those use it, use it, wear it out people who survived the Great Depression, which meant that the air conditioning didn't come on until, you know, 157 degrees in January. Same, yep. You know, mid-July, you'd get air conditioning for about a week, and then it would go away. So what I would actually do was my room was technically the basement apartment. So I would go downstairs, and I would just hide on the tile floor in the basement, just lay down on that tile floor, you're in the basement. Now, I hated it, you know, when it was cold. I hated it when it flooded. I hated it, generally hated it because I'm allergic to mold. And basements that flood are like havens for mold. But here's the thing. When it was 112,000 degrees outside, going down and just lying on that basement floor and being underground and being, you know, kind of insulated, whatever it is, I don't mm-hmm. know. The heat doesn't penetrate all the way through the house and the earth and the, the concrete. Just sit there, hang out, you know, kick up your feet, listen to some Boston, maybe read some Jack Kirby comics. Um, you know, you may not be able to do that now because again, it's not 1984. I mean, you can still read Jack Kirby comics. Jack Kirby passed away. Well, they were brand new. I mean, I was reading superpowers off the stands, my friend. Kids can't do that today because there's no stands. There's no stands. You can hide in your basement and just stay cool. I recommend actually, if you get like, like, I shouldn't say this now. When I was young, when I got a fever, I would just lay my head oh, I do that too. the tile floor. And it would make me, you know, granted that was the 1970s, you know, now I, it's like, I still hey. do that today. If I, you know, if I feel feverish, I'll just lay down on the bathroom tile floor and it's so nice and cold. And my wife walks in and thinks I'm dead and I'm just like, no, I'm okay. I'm just, you know, it's cooler down here. Yeah, that's a leftover from the college days when you're just like, oh, the bathroom floor is my friend. It is so cool. But yes, my number four, just hide in the basement. Yeah, the basement is nice. Uh, my office is down in our basement, and my wife likes to keep it cool upstairs, like around 73. Uh, oh, nice. And so downstairs is considerably cooler. I would say five to eight degrees cooler in the basement. Yeah. Just because, and you it's just like a 60 degree basement. Oh, yeah. Place. And it's like there's times where if, if anybody watches when I'm doing a live stream or something, and it's the middle of summer and you see me wearing a jacket or a pullover or something. And they're like, it's like a hundred degrees outside. Why is Steven wearing a, a hoodie? And it's like, because my basement is freezing. Steven's in his bunker. Yeah, no, it, you're totally right. That the, uh, hiding in the, in the basement is a great way to beat the heat. Uh, as we get to number three it's definitely a way to beat the heat. And it's something that started in the 1950s. Well, actually, technically it started uh, much, much earlier, but mm-hmm. it became a big thing once they were able to figure out how cooling systems work and how you could uh, cool large areas of space uh, mm-hmm. without, you know, having a team of, of 50 engineers working behind the stages, uh, you know, with these big, you know, kerosene motors uh, trying Barrel to keep, fellows. yeah, trying to keep everything cool. When television came out, uh, it made a lot of people just stay home. We don't need to go to the movies anymore. And the movies started to resort to a lot of things to draw people in, you know, cinemascope, uh, you know, widescreen things that you couldn't get anywhere else. Smell-o-vision. Color television. That thing color movies. the tingler where they would electrify yeah. your seat. But the one thing that they that they did and advertised quite a bit was air-conditioned movie theaters. Yes. So if it's hot, 
you just go to the movies and you don't have to, you don't have to waste power at your house. If you, if you don't have uh want to run your AC or even if you don't have AC, cause a lot of people don't have any kind of central air to keep things uh, cool and moving around. But uh, going to the movie theater, that was something that I did quite a bit in my post-college years just before I moved to Atlanta um, when I didn't have air conditioning. And it was so hot that it was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go to the movie theater because I know it's nice and cool. I'll just sit in the dark and I'll watch a movie and just, you know, kill a couple hours until it cools off just a right. little bit. So my number three, definitely go to the movie theater. Although I'm, I'm not a huge fan of movie theaters, people who hear my rants about AMC and the quality of their, of their movie theater going experience, but man, getting a nice cold frosty movie theater on a hot day in the dark where you can just be entertained for a couple of hours and then go back out just as the sun is set and it's starting to cool down. Oh, I highly recommend it. My number three, go to the movie theater. It's a top five, take a drink moment, ladles and jelly spoons. If you've been listening carefully, you'll know this never happens, but my number three I agree with Steven. I also have go to the movies because our local theater is this huge cavernous. I think it used to be a Dickinson, but I think now it's an AMC. Yeah, probably. I think Dickinson. No, Dickinson is still up in Kansas city and they're still headquartered out of Kansas city, but they sold off a bunch of their theaters in the last, uh, I want to say 10 years. And so a lot of the Dickinson theaters have been bought out by AMC. Yeah, it's but their theater here is just wonderful. Big, giant area. It's got a huge, uh, like big empty area above your head. So even if you're just hanging out in the arcade, which I'm not saying I do or don't, uh, it's always cool. It's really, really nice. You can get yourself an eight dollar drink and a fifteen dollar bag of you know raisinets. I usually get the junior mints myself. Even today, some movie theaters let you buy some cold brew. Buy a buy a cold beer. Yeah. If I liked beer and lived in a place where that could happen. Literally in Topeka, that one that I invited you to that time, I was like, Hey, let's go see uh, Avengers in game or whatever it was. That movie theater. That's uh, just North of um, (laughs) the mall. That one has, um, that one has, they sell beer in that one. I was really surprised, but well, yeah, because of COVID. Well, I mean, closed, closed forever, but really that's too. Yeah. It's nice to go. And, you know, when I was younger, the one theater in my hometown was a place that you could go and you could sit in, you know, ancient seats with springs that attacked you, but you could still be out of the heat. So, you know, if you didn't want to go down and dip your feet in the river, you'd go to the movies. And, you know, sometimes they would have the uh, weekend matinees, which is where I saw, you know, movies like The Boatniks and the Herbie Trilogy. Yeah, yeah the Disney and, uh, Disney would always Cambo re-release and Hilly. Yeah, Disney would always a, re-release those late 60s yeah. movies in the mid 70s. Frog yeah. and Toad are friends. Yeah. Yeah, that both versions of the rescuers both with and without boobies. You know, you could you could sit and you could hang out and you could have a bonding experience with your friends. So yeah, my number 3 also going to the movies. Everybody take a drink. There you go. All right. We are up into our top 2s and I want to stop for a moment in our <laughs> countdown and let everybody know that if you want to partake in top five, there's a lot of ways that you can do it. First of all, you can just send us an email and you can say, hey, here are my top five. You can send that to podcast at majorspoilers.com. You can also use yep. that email address to make suggestions for future episodes. But I think the better way than sending an email would be to go over to the majorspoilers.com website. And in the comment section for this episode, you can use the comment section and say, well, here are my top five ways to beat the heat. You can leave all your comments there in future generations, you know, a thousand years from now when archaeologists are uncovering the ancient 
uh, webs of the uh, of the 2000s and the 2020s. Yeah. They will Behold uncover these pods of casting. Yeah, they will uncover your ancient writings and they will say, oh, look at all these ways that people used to beat the heat. Um, and then they will then they will laugh and scoff at you. And then Indiana Jones will come in and steal your words and, you know. Yes. And he'll say, this, this podcast belongs in a museum. <laughs> now, even better than going to the Majorspoilers.com website is going to our Major Spoilers Discord server. Uh, it is populated by spoilerites from around the world. Everybody is super cool. I love everybody that hangs out there. It's always fun to go in and see what people are talking about uh, on, on any particular day, whether it be RPGs or one of our other podcasts or movies or television or whatever it may be. There's always somebody hanging out in one of our many channels that you can go and hang out with. And the one that usually starts to see a lot of activity the day after the top five uh, episode releases is our top five channel on the major spoilers discord server, where people are commenting on things that we said during the show, but also sharing their top fives as well. It's always a great place to go. There's no, um, there's no spam. There's no, uh, robots trying to get you to give you their social security number or your uh, credit card number. There's yep. not, there's not, although trolls. you can give it to me if you want. Yeah. No trolls don't hang out in, in our discord server. And we're really true. happy with that. And best of all, if you are a patron at any level at patreon.com slash major spoilers, you can connect your Patreon account to our discord server. It's really simple. There's instructions over on both Patreon and the discord on how to do this. But once you do that, you will unlock a whole bunch of other channels, um, channels that are exclusive to our Patreon members. And so in addition to, you know, becoming a major spoilers patron and helping us out each, each week or each month or each year, depending on how you have your, your payments set up, you also get access to bonus stuff over on our discord server. So go check out our discord server. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, there's also links all over the Majorspoilers.com website, and we hope to see you over there real soon where you will be greeted with tons of cat gifts or cat gifs uh, if it's you gifs. prefer peanut butter. Uh, it's no, not a giraffe. Prefer, it's no, a gif. if you prefer cat peanut butter, then it would be cat gifs. Oh, anyway, I Skippy. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of a, when I was a kid, uh, Skippy was kind of the peanut butter that we ended up with. I don't think we oh. ever had gif. Um, Peter Pan was the other one after Skippy. We had the, the yellow one with the black lettering. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter. Yes. I think Peanut there may have butter. been a time. I think there may have been a time where we had generic brand stuff as well. Peanut um, butter from Uzbekistan. I just don't understand. There was a whole period in the late seventies, mid eighties, uh, where just these generic food stores opened up mm -hmm. where yes, there may be some brand foods in there, but most of the stuff was generic yellow box, black letters or white box, uh, black letters. And it would just be like, instead of Wheaties, it was wheat flake cereal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was it. Mm. I don't, uh, I know they still have that today. They've kind of decorated it up. Like Walmart brand is, um, best, oh, I forget. Value, best value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you, they still have those generic type brands around, but they're, they're a lot more pretty than they were back in the day. <laughs> Speaking of pretty, here hey. is my number two. And it is something that I really only eat during the summer, only when it feels like it's going to get really hot. And I like the, this particular item super cold. And that is a key lime pie. Oh. If you are hot, if you are sweltering, all you got to do is get you a big slice of cold key lime pie and just sit back and enjoy the creamy flavor, the custardy, whatever that is that makes the thing up. 
uh, the graham cracker crust, the lime that penetrates throughout the entire thing, and you will be in in heaven, and you will soon forget how hot you are. In fact, it may take two or three slices of key lime yeah. pie, which means you then have to circle back around to my number five so you can get up early and go work off all the calories <laughs> uh, from that from that delicious dessert. Or don't. I mean, that's I mean, you could. There's also we discovered uh, after our my uh, oldest son and I really enjoy key lime pie a lot. And so yeah. between us, we ate a whole key lime pie this past week. And <laughs> I was like, um, I said, did you know that you can make a key lime pie smoothie? And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, let's try it this week. So it's a banana, mm-hmm. um, a half a cup of Greek yogurt, mm-hmm. a quarter cup of lime juice mm-hmm. and ice. And then blend that thing up and uh, you got a key lime pie smoothie. You could also do what I do. I go to the local custard place and have them take a slice of key lime pie and just throw it in the blender. Stick it in some custard and just blend it up. <laughs> you could do that too. What is your, what is your number two? My number two is actually very similar to the key lime pie uh, smoothie in that um, it's, well, it's not a smoothie, but it is a liquid. It is something that you can do. And when I was a kid, I grew up in a very small town. And my small town had three options if you were going to go out to eat. We had Dairy Queen. We had, uh, that was your casual dining option. If you wanted to get schmancy, you could go to Pizza Hut, yeah. where they had a, a, a machine for, uh, you know, to play asteroids. But you could also go to the Sonic Drive-In, and you could order yourself a Route 44 drink, which is a 44-ounce yeah. soda. Or, you know, I don't necessarily get soda anymore. I used to get grape slushes. Oh, yeah, they still have grape slushes, yeah. I love the uh, cherry limeade is the best. You get a 44-ounce drink. I mean, this is a drink with an undertow. This is a drink where you're like, holy moly, it's only a quarter more, you know, and you have to carry around a 55-gallon drum to hold it all. But, man, that will cool you down. First Mm -hmm. of all, uh, Sonic uses very thin... uh, styrofoam cups yeah so about half the time it will leak um but that'll keep you cool and also you've got enough liquid literally to you know if, if you were a cactus you'd burst oh yeah definitely. that's what it is you get yourself a big big sonic drink you drink the whole thing during a quantum leap marathon and then you have to go to the restroom immediately but it'll cool you down because it comes with that special magic sonic ice and sonic mm, that's what i was just gonna say yeah hunks yeah little pellets yeah, it's really weird. It's like hail, only unified hail. It's and, like, and it's kind of soft too. It's not like hard, crunchy yeah. ice. It's got a I little bit of a softness that. to that. Well, because I it doesn't they freeze air into it. Well, it, they don't freeze it all the way, so it's still kind of a slush mm-hmm. when it comes out. But yeah, it, it's really good. And once you put the liquid in it, of course, yep. then that ice kind of stabilizes, and so it'll stay in there and not melt right away until you're done with right. drinking. And then you've got like this half container of ice that over the rest of the day in that styrofoam will melt and you have nice, cool liquid uh, that tastes oddly of your, uh, of your drink that you had and socks for some reason. Yeah. I don't know how the, where the socks come from. I think that's from the, uh, you know, the styrofoam, but when I was a kid, do you remember this, the little plastic animals that they would stick to the lid of your Sonic drink? That was a long time ago. I don't, I, Oh yeah. That was I like very seventies. Probably not because I don't remember going to Sonic until the eighties. Yeah. We had an early, early Sonic and you could get little plastic animals. I personally love the giraffe, 
but there were also little monkeys and camels and things and you could get these and they would put them, just stick them to the rim of the drink mm-hmm. and then you could collect them and all the cool girls would collect them and hang them from their cars. So you would know, Hey, this is a cool girl. She's got a bunch of planet plastic sonic drinks. You should go out with her. She's probably, you know, got hair scrunchies and it would be like, you know, in, in night of the comet when everybody died, except for the two cool Valley girls, she would be the girl whose car was full of plastic oh, sonic. Animals. Catherine Mary Stewart. Yeah. And that's why my number two is a sonic drink. <laughs> <laughs> my number one. So here's so number two things about my number one. Number one, you can't do this anymore. Right. Uh, number two, our KFC in our town shut down completely. Not because, and I don't know why is just one day they were like open for business. And the next day they're like, sorry, we are closed. Goodbye. And then, uh, you know, two days later, they've uh, taken down all the signage and uh, it says Mexican food soon. So uh, we can't do this in my town anymore. Uh, that's number one. Cause our KFC has closed down. But number two, they don't sell this honey barbecue chicken mm-hmm. that they had in the, in the nineties, which was just uh, so delicious. It, when they talk about finger licking good, this barbecue chicken that KFC used to sell back in the, in the nineties was fantastic. And even better was, and I've talked before about our top five favorite foods to eat cold is, is cold chicken. Mm-hmm. This honey barbecue KFC chicken that had been put in the refrigerator overnight and then eaten the next day was the best. I would, I would purposefully, you know, we got paid very little back in the day when Matthew and I yeah. were four college students, we could work 20 hours a week and get paid three twenty five dollars Yeah. three twenty five an hour for that. And so, uh, you know, even getting a bucket of this stuff was like half your paycheck, but I would yeah. go and get a bucket of this stuff and eat like one or two pieces hot but then put the rest of it in the refrigerator and then, you know, it'd be so hot that, um, you eat this cold KFC honey barbecue chicken in your shorts in front of a fan while you're watching MST three K marathons. I know this is a very specific it is way specific to beat the heat, yeah. but man, if you want to beat the heat and really just jam on not caring what anyone thinks while you're sitting there with nothing on, but your shorts, uh, in front of a big box fan while you're eating cold KFC chicken uh, and watching MST3K on uh, at the time was it the Ha Network or whatever it was? Uh, um, it would have been it would have been Comedy Central. Just oh, still barely. at that time, yeah, just barely. Ninety one was when Ha merged with the HBO Comedy Channel. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's my number one way to beat the heat. I will always remember that to my dying day, and uh, it is it is great. I wish I could go back to that day. And just say, get out of the way, young, young version of me. I want to sit here and eat this cold chicken in my shorts, but I don't want to be a weird about it. You know, it. this is the point With where my I clone. have to invoke the, the secret <laughs> hidden motto of top five, which is no, Steven, just you. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I do remember that. In fact, there was, uh, my wife has a, or had a specific purse that was lined with plastic wrap. Because that KFC actually had an all-you-can-eat buffet. Oh, yeah, the buffet, yeah. And if you had a bag with plastic on the inside, you could just slip some chicken into it for later and walk out with your bag of chicken. <laughs> now, kids, don't do that. It's, it's not ethical. But, you know, again, 325 an hour after taxes. Um, my number one 
my number one is actually, it, it's something that my family has believed in for many, many years. It is actually one of our unofficial mottos here at uh, Stately Spoilers Manor East. It's something that, you know, I and everyone in this house, including the cat, firmly believe in and, you know, would probably engrave in stone if we had stones to engrave and, you know, weren't bored. Uh, I think Sarah could use her laser printer, but to beat the heat, my friends, and you're going to want to write this down. Are you ready? This is the most important advice I will ever get give. Get a time more machine. Important. Go back to 1995 and get KFC chicken honey and barbecue. even out of the way. No, it's more <laughs> important than my, okay, here are my two pieces of advice that I give more than anything. First, never say excuse me louder than you burped. Second, nobody ever lends money to a man with a sense of humor. But the, the number one rule is to beat the heat, just don't go outside. Just stay in your cool house with the air conditioning on. And I have friends who are like, but we don't have air conditioning. I'm like, well, you're not from Kansas. We, all, we have central air and we have a basement because we have two things in Kansas. We have heat waves and we have tornadoes. They come to get you and they look for you and they're like, mm, tornadoes, man. And they look down and they're like, ooh, there's some Twinkies, but it's not Twinkies. It's a trailer park. It's awful. But here's the thing. Last summer, when no one was going outside, I spent the whole time saying, see, isn't this great? And everybody said, no, it's not. And, and it wasn't. It was actually pretty terrible. But you don't have to worry about 100-degree heat when you're literally walking 20 paces to the car, going home, and you know, hiding out, recording podcasts with your friends all night, then getting up at 6 when it's, when it's cool, see, sneaking into your office answering phones all day in the air conditioning, right? And then sneaking back home and just never, never going out. That's why they invented Grubhub, my friends. Well, there you go. You, yeah. you know, just never just going outside. Go just stay home. I mean, yeah, I'll probably. Find a cool, a cool house or an underground cave that you like. I don't know, you know, someplace that's just like an ice, a freezer. You could stay in the freezer at Pinkberry, like that girl from the Zombieland movie. Yeah, she lives in a freezer. I mean, there's there's so many different ways that you can beat the heat. And dear listener, we want to hear your top five reasons to beat the heat. Like I said, go over to the Major Spoilers website, send us an email, or even better, head over to our Discord server. And in the top five channel, just share it with everyone else. Carl's probably already there typing up his message, even That's as really, we speak. This is the 53rd time Stephen has mentioned I'm eating probably, chicken in his underpants. I'm going to bet that it is probably the fifth time that I've told that it's story. It's at least the fourth I'm going to bet I, I five think. times. I'm going to bet five times, but Carl would know because he's got like a. Carl uh, will tell us. Yeah, he's got a spreadsheet where he's been keeping track of this stuff for oh. years now. So he's a librarian. He has a degree <laughs> in librarianism, <laughs> so he does these things. You know. All your freedoms, all the time. Librarian. That's right. Anyway, that wraps it up for this installment of Top Five. Thank you so much. We can't wait to uh, see what you have to say about beating the heat. Why? Because everybody loves a list. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.